Bandwidth for all shows on the Aussie Tech Heads network is supplied by Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting. For a fast, affordable and reliable Australian server with fantastic support, contact Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting at aussietechheads.com.au. Aussie Tech Heads, Australia's best hosting service. Techheads, 28th of the 11th, 2013. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another great show. And uh, look, we're, we've got some uh, Zygons in the background. It's uh, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but it's just like someone just going, oh, or, is it, or is it Darth Vader? I don't know. But anyway, That's a poltergeist, I think. It could be the Thursday night poltergeist. I'll have to see if I can trap him in a jar of uh, milk or something next week. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, there's a bit of a lag on the video there, so hopefully that'll source itself out by the time that the post comes along. But anyway, enough of, enough of that. You're not interested in all that stuff. So hello, welcome. Uh, another little big, big show tonight, I guess. It's not as big as some. There's not as much news around as what I've seen in previous weeks, but we're going to have a bit of a yak. And, uh, and to help me have a yak, we've got uh, Eric. Hello, Eric. How are you doing? Hello, all. Uh, good evening. And before we go on, uh, it has been... Uh, brought to my attention <laughs> that um, a swear word may or may have not escaped my lips last week. For that, I apologise. Okay. So no, there you go. No worries. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Family-friendly sure. show. And uh, yes, we do, right. we, we do try to uh, keep, it, keep it clean somewhat. <laughs> That's right. As much as we can. Yeah. But, you know, it is nine o'clock, and if the kiddies are up, they should be in bed. Well, that's right. But they might listen on the podcast, so you, so you can't gauge. This is, this is true. Yeah, but anyway, uh, thanks very much. How you been? Or they could be anyway. Yes. Or I could just not swear. <laughs> How you been anyway since last time we caught up a couple of weeks ago? Oh, pretty good. No yep. complaints. Yep, good stuff. And over over, yep. over there in Perth, is the, in the in the backwood hat, is uh, Shane. How you going, Shane? <laughs> hey, Glenn. Hey, Eric. Hey, everyone. Uh, How are we all? It's, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, P-Dog Shane, Shane Zizzle. <laughs> P-Dog P-Dog, Shane's Shane, For sizzle, for sizzle <laughs> Good stuff Alright, um, yeah, so uh, yeah, so Shane, you're, you're back once again That's put me off now, that look <laughs> yeah, That has put me off Do you want me to take the hat off? <laughs> no, no, keep it on, keep it on. Oh, When you first came on, I thought you had a helmet on But no, it was <laughs> Alright, so Shane, while you're, while you're there on screen And uh on uh, on Mike, tell us, give us your this week in tech history. Oh, straight into it. All right. Okay. November 23, 1963. We have an aficionado uh, on the panel who could probably tell me more about this than what I'm about to tell you guys. But at 8, 6, 15 p.m., the BBC premiered its new family science fiction show, Doctor Who, with its first episode, Unearthly Child. And who knew at the time that it would go on to you know, take over the world? 
That's right. It, it oh, hang, hang on a sec. Well, I just woke myself up from slumber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, you've been asleep for the last 50 years. Time to wake up. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, it was 1963, November 23rd. However, you might not have known that the first episode was, in fact, repeated the following uh, Saturday. Well, I think it was Saturday. The following Saturday, because uh, it was thought that the assassination of Kennedy over overshadowed the show somewhat. You know, the very first somewhat. <laughs> the very first episode. So they, uh, they they replayed it the next week. And look, if you if you're interested in how Doctor Who came about, there was a uh, a, a sort of like a documentary or a movie type thing made of the history of it, of how it came around. They had actors in, you know, to play the uh, producer and the writer and all that sort of head of BBC drama, all of that sort of stuff. It was a great, it was a good little um, show. It went for about an hour. It was on after the 50th anniversary special, but if you haven't seen it, I think it was called a, An Adventure in Time and Space. It's probably still on the iView, ABC iView, or whatever they call it. So go and try and check that out, because it, it is it is good. Nice little surprise at the end. Uh, but speaking of it, how good was that 50th anniversary 3D? Look, i still got the glasses. I'm still in 3D mode. It's great. <laughs> So I went to the cinema, just sat down, just cruised in, you know, watched it in 3D, and yeah, it was good. Cyber uh, Daleks and Zygons, and and then of course the special uh, Tom Baker right at the end. Who could have, who could have asked for more, eh? That's good. All right, uh, next one, Shane. Between my hat and your glasses. <laughs> oh, good. <weather. laughs> November 23, 2004, Blizzard launched World of Warcraft, destined to become the largest. Uh, MMORPG, which is multiplayer something or other game, ever made. World of Warcraft. <coughs> Moving well, on. Never played it. Don't really care. <laughs> no, I, I've never really got into it either. There's no... Uh, November... Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Sorry? No, I'll just, just going to carry on, but no, keep going. November 24, 1998, AOL announced it would purchase Netscape Communications, merging what were then the two biggest names on the internet. Oh, look, I remember AOL. Did anyone here put AOL on their machine? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, old, yeah. the graphical, yellow graphical interface thing. Uh, yeah, I didn't like it too much. That was a bit crappy. But anyway, it worked for a bit, I suppose. Um, let's do you got a, uh, Let's do that one there, Shane, the next one. Microsoft. Yep, November 27, 1995. The red ones, I was the one I'm doing. Um, Microsoft released Internet Explorer 2.0 touting its privacy and encryption and stepping up the browser wall with Netscape. Oh, um, 2.0. Explorer 2.0. Those of you who looked at, followed the uh, Facebook, the Aussie Tech Ed's Facebook, would have seen that I've been installing uh, Microsoft Windows XP. I think it did go Why? Take, it, I think it Why? did take me back to Explorer 2.0. Oh, oh, I took on, I took on a job, didn't I, of, to, to fix oh, this yeah. Not a uh, point of sale system, I hope. <laughs> I was just going to ask the same thing. <laughs> no, no, uh, the, the sledgehammer's been... Uh, Hang on a minute. You took on a job, what, and you went back to the 1980s? Yeah, well, if that's... Because someone wants XP on it? Why do they want XP on it? Well, they had XP on it, and it was um, not working too well. So I just... Oh, said, no, oh. no, really? <laughs> so I said, look... Did you suggest they uh, get another system and a... Yeah, and, uh, well, I did, I did just suggest that, but you know, little old ladies. So I just said, Look, oh, okay. I'll, I'll try, I'll see if I can reformat the XP for you, and you know, that might speed it up, just empty it out, you know, get it back to the factory sort of thing. But I'll tell yes. you, oh my goodness, the, the trouble with XP, and and you got to install everything, haven't you? You've got to go find drivers for everything. It just doesn't. What about the um, 
the then you got to do all the updates, right? Well, yes, service that's, pack that's one right. and all that sort of stuff. Well, it's still like it's, it's still up there over there trying to do figure out what it's got to update. But I, I actually did, I had the service pack three file anyway, so I went straight to service pack three. So that was at least going to save me some time. But look, the machine's still chugging away. I think the machine it's just finished. It's finished. It's How much, the must the machine must be very slow because it should be done by now. Oh, oh, it's installed, but that's just checking for updates, which is and the CPU's constantly at 100%, which is uh, it's not on. It's a P4. Uh, it should not be doing that. So look, I'd, I'd say she's got a problem with the hard drive. I'm I'm just going to give it back to a slow. It's a new format. I'm going to give it back to a slow and suggest she gets a new machine. I'm not going to reformat again. Do How old is old lady? Oh, I don't know, seventy or something. So right, yeah. You know, what do you do? What do you do? So I'll be nice. I'm I'm nice to the peeps up here on the Goldie. Nice to them. <laughs> really? Sometimes. Now, uh, Shane, just do. Uh, how about one more? Do that last one because that's a, sticking with the theme. Uh, okay. Well, they both are. But anyway, November 30, 2006, Microsoft released Windows Vista for business use. Vista improved on security over Windows XP, but took criticism for other features or like thereof and never uh, rivaled Windows XP in adoption. No. And Windows 8 will go in the same way. No, Windows 8 is good. I don't mind Windows 8. No, no, no. And, and it's not on the list, but I think it's worth a mention. Didn't, didn't our illustrious leader have a birthday during the week? Which leader? Tony Abbott. No. Yeah. Is it, wasn't Abbott. it your birthday during the week, Glenn? No. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? No. It was, no. the, it was the doctor's birthday. Mine was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Eric's was the other week. Oh, I thought yours was in November as well. Nah, February. No, he should. No, they wouldn't let him be born in. Only good uh, people get born in November. Oh, yeah. yeah, my dad's in November. Well, what the hell were you doing? Too. You rejected in November. You were a throwback, a November throwback. <laughs> November oh. rain, mate. Yeah, oh, turn it up. All right. <laughs> now, well, speaking of Microsoft. Now, Microsoft could drop finally uh, uh, sounding just around the, the edges of the, uh, com of the complex, uh, sounding like they might be able to, they're, they, they're looking at dropping Windows RT, and not before time either. I'll tell you, I'll give you the drum. I heard they were definitely dropping that. Yeah, well, they should. They definitely should. Like, we've been, we've been doing, calling for it for, for weeks, haven't we, since it came out. It's just, it's yeah, RT. pretty it much. RT, they're, they're, just, they're even off by one letter. It should have been RS. So devices, yeah, right. <laughs> device chief uh, Julie Larson-Green, who was until recently in charge of the Windows division, indicated that Microsoft had too many operating systems on the client side. Really? Uh, there was, <laughs> there oh, was... they're just hopeless. And isn't the RT the one that you couldn't put anything on it at all? Yeah. As far as, uh, like, for example, on the, what's the other one? Surface Pro. Yep. You could put normal office applications, et cetera, et cetera, on it. So you could run it like a normal. But RT didn't, wasn't compatible with anything. Is that the one? That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's why rubbish. would you even bring it out? Yeah. I know what they're trying to do. They were trying to do what Apple was doing. With, oh, we'll have an iOS for the mobile devices and we'll have an operating system for our, you know, desktops and laptops. And, but there's no point bringing out RT. That's right. If, the developers got the uh, what you call it the development kit the day before it was released. Yeah. So how can you develop apps for something? They should have given the development kit to the developers six months before it was released. Then it would have some traction. Mm. Oh yeah, well it's it's like an iOS device. It's mm. it's you know you've got your phone, 
will, you know, we'll, you can download for your phone, you can download for RT, and everything. It'll be all nice little ecosystem. Well, that's but right. they didn't. No. In the end, whatever you put on your phone, you couldn't download onto RT. What is the point? It's and, supposed to be like an iPad. Yeah, and you couldn't. You can, yeah, you couldn't connect. You, can, you know. Yeah. Hopeless. Yeah. Hopeless. So, it was. It was a so bit... does that mean that the um, people that have actually bought one, do they become more you know, more valuable because they're rarer? No, they become more stupid for buying it in the first place. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, well, I wasn't there when it was bought. So look, uh, so hopefully, well, I don't know. Some of our, someone out there of our listeners, they might have bought one. So hopefully, you're uh, you're okay with it. Oh, but, please, uh, if you have bought one, please write in or call in and uh, what not because we um, need a good laugh. Well, they'll have to write in on another device because that wouldn't be compatible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Nothing, nothing works on it. No, that's right. So, oh. yeah, but anyway, you know, you could put it, use it as a picture frame. Picture, you know, electronic picture yeah, you frame. Could little, little, little electro, digital picture frame. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, like uh, I said a couple of weeks ago, it was all right. It was, came in handy to watch TV shows. Well, that's right. Yes. Yes. Well, they're, they're, I think they've just got too many. So, the, I think they want to just, just, just bring it in a bit. Uh, Shane, what uh, what did you uh, have a look at this week? Uh, oh, just before we just before we go, stuff. just before you go, sorry, uh, can you just yeah. back your mic off a bit, please, a little bit? Yep. Okay. You're just coming through a little bit distorted. Just a bees. Be nice. How's that? Okay. Go with your story, please. All right. No. What can? Oh yes, that sounds a lot better. All right. So I'm going to start with this uh, mobile one. LD Mobile's plans keep uh, uh, offering less and less value. Last month, it uh, it halved its data allowance on its unlimited plan. Ooh. Now it has cut out the unlimited part as well. $35 a month plan uh, now included up to 2,500 minutes of calls, 2,000 national SMSs and uh, 500 MMSs. It has also changed the name from unlimited to the $35 plan sensible move um as otherwise the a triple c would have come down hard on them oh real hard that's right yeah so yeah so they've halved your data allowance on the unlimited plan isn't that incredible so why don't they just yeah. halve the word and just call it limited which it would have should have been in the first place so uh, exactly yeah so i don't know what's going on there i don't know obviously their upstream provider is probably you know throwing <laughs> nails at them sharp end first i suppose so <laughs> they've got to go do something uh, Eric, did you have anything you wanted to bring up, or are you just just bobbing along tonight? I'm bobbing along, and I'll I'll contribute okay. as much as I can. All right. How about a new phishing campaign spreads banking trojan? Uh, the Zeus, oh good old Zeus, eh? The Zeus banking trojan, which is capable of stealing account credentials and draining bank accounts, is spreading via a new phishing campaign that masquerades as an antivirus security update. According to Sophos, which is the uh, which is, which does antivirus now and security, so yes, I thought I'd put this one in because everyone uses an antivirus and a lot of people do use the ones that can uh, be influenced by this Zeus banking trojan. If users are tricked into opening the latest phishing campaign, the file attachment will be named Hotfix underscore Patch. So don't open it. The file contains the malicious code that targets Windows users, adding itself to the system registry. So it executes every time the system's booted. So it's a nasty one. The messages, mm. the messages are using popular. The messages are using popular antivirus names, including AVG, Kaspersky Lab, Windows Defender, and Windows Security Essentials. So the malware installed on a victim system is a variant of Zeus, 
which should be detected by most antivirus engines. Uh, well, I think the lesson is there that if you get an email saying that please click here to update your virus protector, it's garbage. Because yes. virus protectors never send you an email to update. It's always via that little icon That's right. at the bottom of your of your bottom of your computer there, your right bottom right hand side mm. of your screen. So that's, that's it. That's the message there. Look, I've seen some viruses or some just you know unwanted programs even want to install themselves masquerading as the Windows Update Shield. Like there's one I've yep. seen that looks very very similar to the Windows Update Shield, the little yellow shield. And so you go, well, okay, update. But then it's that it goes off and starts installing all this other rubbish that you don't want. Yeah, all these other rubbish, and suddenly you're getting all these search bars that aren't yeah. really. You know, Useful. you go to type in the Google search, and it goes to, you know, Yon, something in Russia. Yeah, Yontu Hungi or somewhere. But just, yeah, just, yeah, even those search bars. If you've got search bars hanging around all over your IE, I, just I, I don't have search bars. No, other than the one that's built in with the browser, the original one. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I the, don't install third-party search bars. No, and I think most people are tricked into the the third-party ones anyway, because even with with uh, things like you know the Java updates, I'm, I'm pretty sure it comes through with the Java. Oh, the Java updates and the Flash updates. I say, do you want the Google search bars? And well, no. Yeah, that's right. And you have got to be careful because I noticed that Flash update it updates different now. It updates with a different screen, and it yes. sort of hides the tick. I've been caught out, and I've gone. No, <laughs> and I thought, oh no! So I've closed everything because thankfully it does it. It goes through the downloading and installing of the reader first, and then the Google, uh, ta- the Google search bar, and then Google Chrome. So I've caught it before, and I've just had to do it again. But yeah, oh, you got to watch out for it. You got to read what you're installing. Pain. You got to be really careful. Yeah, because you know, like you can uninstall them pretty easily, but you know, why? Why do you have to go? Sometimes, the... most of them you can, but others they just will not go. You've got to go to the um, directory, and a lot of people don't know how to do this. Go to the directory and then go to the, um, the uh, what's you call it? Those settings? Uh, what's it called? What, to uninstall? Yeah, some, I've been caught with this. No. Uh, look, what's that one? You go to the, oh, control you go to that panel. little deep into the, you know, the any settings, and what's it? Oh, oh what's not that deep. Like, what, to uninstall a, a bloody um, bar, search bar? A search bar. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It just, I've, been caught, I've been caught out. Just go to your control panel, add remove. Oh no, no, I do that, and I've programs. done it, and it's still, it, and I've installed it, and it doesn't come up on the on the control panel. It says it's gone, but as soon yep. as I do a search, bang, there it is. Yeah, right. And sometimes you've got to disable. You sometimes you've got to disable the extension in the browser. Yeah, so I'd suggest that you've got malware code on your system, and then if you want to get rid of that, get a decent malware remover. Oh, it's gone now. It's oh, gone good. now. I have I haven't? That was about six months ago. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, oh, it looks like Acer. Acer's doing an Apple. They're bringing back. What's he? They're bringing back Jim. No, no, not Jim Wong. He's the he's the chief executive. They're bringing back Stan Shee. <laughs> uh, he's he's taking over the chairman and presidency roles, and he's the founder. So they're bringing the founder back. So apparently. So they were. I didn't know they were struggling. Apparently they are. Acer is bringing back its founder in an attempt to halt the number. Uh, number four PC makers downward spiral. Well, the thing is, they're not the only PC maker that's on a downward spiral. Dell are on a downward spiral. Yep. Uh, in the end, they were so cheap that Michael Dell could buy them back. Yes. Take them off the stock market. Yeah. Um, HP I... are a little bit flat. Uh, and I hate to say it because everyone's buying Macs and, and tablets. Well, tablets, I think, yes. But look, and also, as we've said continually before, 
it, it's not just the piece it's the PCs, the sales are not there because the, the operating systems are now working on older hardware. Like this yep. this XP machine I've got, a P4, I could put Windows 7 and possibly, and no doubt, Windows 8 on it. And it would work, yeah. you know, just as well. Yeah. I, I would I'd feel sure. I had well, a I think Windows 7 will probably definitely work because yes. I've got Windows 7 on an old um, netbook and it yeah. works fine. And That's it's right. really fast. Windows 7, because Windows 7 is a pretty lightweight. Yeah. Operating system compared to Vista, for example. That's right. And uh, it's it's a 2009 netbook mm. with only two gig of RAM, and it flies. Yeah. Well, this machine, this machine here, I think it's about a 2006 model, you know, with XP right. P4. Uh, so Windows 7 would go on it. So look, that'd be a low cost upgrade if she wanted to, if she didn't want to shell out for a new machine. Which I quoted a new machine. You go down the the local shop, you buy a whole new machine for five hundred. So Does she, is it a desktop she's got? I yeah. The old, the old, the old duck. Get, get her a laptop. They're cheaper. You know, five hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, she, yeah. But anyway, I don't know what she's going to do. I'll ring her tomorrow. Have a chat to her. But anyway, so Asa, yeah, this guy, uh, Stan, she, he, he, he's back. He, so uh, losses he's back. losses in Asa's PC business have been staggering. Uh, in according to the reporters of staggering news. Uh, in June, the computer maker experienced a 33% drop in worldwide PC shipments. And as Eric said, along with Lenovo, HP, and Dell. So, yeah. Oh, well, mine's still going. I bought an i7. That's a new one. Yay! <laughs> uh, Shane, where are, you, where are you? I might do a story that kind of follows on from that malware stuff that we were just talking about. Yes. <laughs> and the NSA. Because, um, you know, it's unusual for them to always be in the news. Yeah. The Netherlands newspaper, NRC Handelsblad, Handelsblad, yeah, reports today, which was the other day, that newly reviewed documents indicate that the NSA has convert, covertly installed spying malware on over 50,000 computer networks worldwide. So they're not just computers, they're individual, they're the networks, which obviously have umpteen dozen computers attached. Yeah. The documents leaked by Edwin Snowden, again, He's a real include a... He's becoming a pest, oh, isn't he, to him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's another Eddie everywhere. Uh, include a map of areas where the malware is installed. Uh, internal documents from 2012 refer to computer network exploitation tactics used by the agency to install sleeper cell malware in computer networks. The report states that the number of software implants used by the NSA to eavesdrop on such uh, networks has more than doubled since 2008 and that practice has been going on for the past 15 years. A special NSA department called Tailored Access Operations employing over 1,000 hackers is responsible for the malware according to the report. I wonder if there's a rule or a law uh, that says that anything, any malware or any software that's distributed as and or like a virus by the NSA that the any virus companies aren't allowed to squash. I wonder if that's a, a law. Oh, you reckon they might they might have a like they've allowed them they've allowed them a back door. Yes, also they say, okay, so the NSA or whoever says, Okay, we've written this code here. We're gonna send it around the world, see what happens. Uh, and you, leave it off. You're not allowed to you're not allowed to yeah, fight it. You gotta let it go. Don't fight it. I wonder if that goes on. Probably does. Probably, but um, I think it's wrong that they should be allowed to do that. Oh yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, I mean, look, 
even if you're not doing anything wrong, yeah. where's your privacy? Yeah, well, that's right. That's right. But, you know, you, you see all these futuristic movies and all this sort of stuff, you know, and people have chips in their heads and all this sort of stuff. And obviously that's where people have thought the world is heading and they're probably not too far wrong. You know, little GPS chips mm. in your hand or something. You know, so Well, it's, look, it's pretty much you, you've got that now. Your phone, mm. smartphones, even it's got a GPS signal. The, the police can tap into your smartphone any time. Yeah. If, it's, if the GPS yeah. is on. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. you don't need to put it, have it in your head or your arm or whatever, because who leaves a house without a phone these days? It might as well be in your head. Yeah, well, that's right. That, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, look, I don't know. Jeez, oh, you, you don't like it, do you? Like, I wouldn't like to think that there's little snoopy snoops on my computer. But no. I, but I suppose... Well, the only, way, the only way to stop snoopy snoops on your computer is to have... Um, Anti snoopy full, encri- full encryption on your computer and have um, like a PGP on your emails, encrypt- encrypted emails. Yeah, but who's going to go that far just for if you're not Give doing that? Steve Gibson. A lot of, lot of, mm. lot of people, uh, yeah. criminals. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, but that's 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 what they say. You know, they say oh, locks on the door on your front door. A lock on the front door is just to keep innocent people out, and that's all it does. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. Yeah. It's not going to keep the crooks out because they'll, they'll find a way in if they want to get in. But, uh, yeah, if they want, if they really want to get in, they'll get in. That's right. Mm. Yeah, but good old uh, Edward Snowden, he's a bit of a pest, isn't he? He's yeah, he's a um, he uh, he's he's a, he's holed up in Russia on uh, some twelve month um, asylum deal, and um, you'd think that he'd behave himself while he was there, because when that twelve months is up, <laughs> they're just gonna send send him Turfing. to the dogs. Well, well know, he's is he still doing the magic. wrong thing? I mean, yeah, he's still he keeps, doing the wrong thing, or are these things all, that have... All these things keep coming out. That that, that thing, um, you know, he, when, 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 when did he go to Russia? Probably in March or April? Yeah, eight months and ago. That, that, yeah, and that thing with uh, Abbott and Indonesia, that was that was leaked by him in June. Mm. <laughs> so, oh, okay. I thought these things have been leaked a while ago, it's just that they're kind of still uh, uh, trickling out. Do you reckon you haven't but, been on the WikiLeaks site for a while? Might just have a little visit now and see if there's is he, is anything he, on there. On is he leaking them through WikiLeaks? Is that where they're coming from? I don't know. I don't know where he's leaking them, or he's just, or he's just. Um, I reckon. I reckon uh, Assan should make a run for it while while they're looking the other way. While they're looking. <laughs> yes. well, like, hey, look over there, guys! <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> hey, look, Edward Snowden, and then he's running down the other way. <laughs> That's what he should be doing. Oh, I know. So, he's old news now. I oh, know. Who wants so, to know about him? Do we think this Edward Snowden's a bit of a dick because of the type of information that he's leaking or the fact that he's a whistleblower and leaking information full stop? Oh, look, I'd probably be a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, well, look, I think I, I got a view on leaking information on whistleblowers. I could be out of step here, um, which is more than likely. Um <laughs> If they release something because bad people get caught and and have to face consequences, I've got no issue with that. If they release something that puts a nation at risk, the security of a nation at risk, well, it doesn't matter which nation, and the people that, you know, the spy agencies that work for all countries, most countries, to keep us safe, right? Yeah, yeah. Then I've got an issue with that. Mm, mm. I think that should be left well alone. You, you cannot cross that line where you put... Um, well, this this happened in in when Kennedy was um, well, Kennedy did it because he was a bit of a you know what, but he um, he told 
Fidel Castro, where all the agents were in Cuba. Yeah, right. And in order to uh, stop the Bay of Pigs. And as a result of that, the Cuban military or the militia went around and killed them all. Yeah, okay. Instead cool. of, instead of he, he, he thought it would work the other way. So like, oh, look, I'll tell you where they are and we can end this whole thing. You know, like, like tit, mm. you know, I'll give you something, you give me something. You pull back, pull back your missiles and I'll tell you yeah. where these guys are. So they pulled back the missiles and killed the blokes. Uh, there was about 18 of them that yeah, they right. that got killed and yeah. um everyone wonders why he was assassinated yeah but i mean like so to, to take that one step further do do the media have some sort of responsibility to absolutely absolutely well look at it look at it this way shane if it was you and me that got hold of that, in, that information the first thing that even if you didn't release it the first thing that you would get charged with was dealing in stolen goods Right, you haven't even released it to anybody yet. You'd be in, you'd be in the dock, number one. Yep. Secondly, if you re- did release it, you'd get put away for treason or some other thing. Right? Not even the anyone in the military who's got a top the, the highest clearance would ab- be able to release that and get away with it. Why should a media organisation or any of their lackeys and employees be allowed to risk a um, a well, country's that, security. Well, that's what, that's what I found interesting. If you and I did it, we'd, we'd be gone, Glenn. Well, yeah. If you said, oh, I've got, I've got this stuff here, and I go, I'll tell you what, they'd be they'd be around here like a quick smart. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, that's like with... Uh, when yeah, it'd shoot us up the iTunes charts button. <laughs> oh, yeah, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's what, like, with Assange, when he was going, you know, releasing all his stuff, when it was all really hot, 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 it was, um, yeah, he, he was just releasing it all, and I'm thinking... Well, if it wasn't reported on, no one would know. You know, not that it wouldn't be as widespread, but it seemed that okay that the papers could reprint what he was releasing. They were reprinting mm. it. They were republishing what he'd already published, which was apparently, as you, if you believe the U.S. treason. So that's what I can't work. Yeah, well, no, I don't. I can't work that out. I think the. I think it's treason if the first person that published it is committed treason. Anyone else subsequent to that no. is an accessory. Yes, but yes. They, they didn't. You're right, but they but they're not. They didn't. You know, like if you shoot someone and I say come over and stay with me and hide, right? Mm. You committed the crime, but I'm I'm aiding and abetting. Yeah, right. Yes, but I think you still should be able. You should have a, a, a questions to answer. I think that. Oh yeah, absolutely. But to see the thing is, if the laws were very strict, that if you release information, you'll all be go to you. You're in massive amount of trouble. Then mm. I don't think. All, all these other media organisations would start photocopying and sending it around because they know. That's right. Because I think it goes Trouble. down to the law and how weak it is. Yeah, yeah, I, that's right. Yeah, I think what they should be doing is they should be reporting that he's released it on his on his uh, on his website. Maybe they could probably name the website, but uh, but maybe make you go and find that website. So you've got to go to the trouble of googling WikiLeaks. Uh, you know, not just clicking on a link inside their article or just or not yeah. having it spelled out for you and all this sort of stuff. It's the same where, you know, you read magazines and stuff, computer magazines in the news agency, and they tell you how to download torrents, movies and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that's illegal. So aren't they providing you, when they're specifically saying, oh, to download a movie torrent, this is how you do it. You get the torrent, you get the, the program, and you go mm. for it. That is not the right thing to do i don't believe yeah that's i agree so, yeah, i agree I, I think they can report on if you it. want to go and find out yourself go to but it. on the internet 
you, know, you can you can go search on the on the on the dark internet. Yeah, it's all. If you go and do it on your, off your own bat, fine. You're 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 responsible for your own actions. But for a responsible published magazine with forty thousand subscribers, yeah. to just go, yeah, this is how you hack. Well, that's right. Yeah, and 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 I don't know if you, if anyone's ever noticed, but like I've never went in, gone into that territory on this show anyway. No, because no. I don't want you know. Like, I don't think it's right. Like we're all no, smart. Exactly. We all know what to do. There's Google. If you if you yeah. if you work hard enough, you'll find out exactly what you want to know. If you really want it, you'll find it. I don't need you. Don't need us to tell you about it. That's right. Um, it, could you imagine if we uh, published a guide on how to make a gun that's not detectable in customs? Yeah, yeah. Right. It'd We'd be... all go to jail. But how come these guys that um, promote how to hack into bank accounts or whatever else and download illegal movies, why don't they go to the can? Mm. Well, they, they're, both, they're both crimes. Well, yeah, that's right. But I suppose it's with the movie download thing. I think that the probably the uploaders are the ones that they're really after, and they're the ones that are probably at, yeah. at fault the most. And like just the people that download it, are you are you really at fault? Are you really doing the wrong thing? It's there, you know. So. Well, yeah. you're only doing the wrong thing if you know what you're downloading has been uploaded illegally by somebody else. Mm. But if you don't know that, you can always plead ignorance, I suppose. But these days, ignorance of the law is not a defence. Yeah, because as I you probably you yeah. probably could with that BitTorrent thing because yeah you know, we know. But I mean, your average Joe, especially if somebody just reads it uh, in a magazine or whatever, they don't necessarily know that by downloading a BitTorrent, you're in effect joining the network and then you know uploading whatever it is you've got on your PC. That's not a yeah. You know, that's not a known. They don't, mm. It's not an advertised mm. kind of fact that by bin torrenting and, and downloading movie, you're in a, you're effectively uploading whatever it is you've got. But my uh, my argument, I don't know how this fits into it all, and it probably does somehow. But my argument is, okay, so you start downloading, and say whoever it is, you know the music association or motion picture association, they they've got their little eyes on you. You know they've got your their their eyes on the IP addresses that are downloading stuff. But I mean. Because you, the torrent, the way that the torrents work, they, you know, you get little bits and pieces from it. It could be uh, 500 different people, 500 different machines. How, if they're going to say to you, come and knock on your door and say, well, you've downloaded uh, Mary Poppins illegally. Well, if they don't find Mary Poppins on your machine, have you really downloaded it? Because what I'm saying is you've probably, how do they know that you've downloaded the whole lot? Have they sat there and put together the whole matrix of every bit that makes up Mary Poppins and, and they've put together the whole bit and said, there you go, we've just proved that you've downloaded well, yeah. the entire movie. But the thing is, too, to they, they, they can't prove which one of those, which one of, you know, 100 uploaders are responsible because that bit, that torrent might be made up of 100 or 200 yeah. bits. And then, from different pieces from everybody else. And what about, which would you be as bold to go that everyone has given a little bit to you, a little bit, or shared a little bit, then that little bit's fair use. <laughs> would you be that bold? Well, that's right. Well, it's only so, fair use under certain circumstances, but that could be an argument. Mm. But anyway, that's... Uh, but, 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 okay, one more, yeah. one more. The thing is, to <laughs> a lot of these sites, these sites that um, you can watch this or watch that, they're not downloaded... You don't download, you stream. So you're not nothing's going on your computer. That's right. Yes. So how can they 
and as far as I know, and I could be wrong, they can't um, get you for that because you're not physically taking ownership mm. of a tangible thing. You haven't downloaded a digital file says, look, there it is. It used to be somebody else's. Now it's mine, and I've got a copy of it. Yeah, I don't think they're, they're, I don't think they're after the streaming because uh, that would be quite hard to uh, to prove. I would imagine. Uh, well, it would be. Yeah, but if they're they're just, uh, I think the focus is at the moment because there are millions and millions of streaming sites. True. Yeah. True. True. So I suppose if you were a bit scared of downloading, you would just go and stream what you've got if you can find it. You know, on different yeah. places. But yeah, yeah. I've got a story that follows on nicely from this. Yes. Follow on. <laughs> a report in the Australian this morning, which was the other day, right. says that Netflix has been swayed by the number of people jumping the geo block to subscribe to the service from Australia. We've heard rumblings of net, uh, Netflix launching in Australia before, so take this report with a grain of salt. But basically what they're saying is obviously Netflix have somehow got um, the idea that X amount of people have... Um, uh, yeah, uh, Somehow fraudulently, or no one uses the word fraudulently, but somehow getting the um, the Netflix service from Australia, and it's probably met, so it's probably reached some sort of critical mass, and now they're seriously considering just you know opening it up here. But once again, I go back to critical mass, Australia. Really, do they care? What what what's the population in America? Hundred million, and they they care. What, what say say a third. A third of the population has got Netflix in America, 33 million. So, and they care, say, about, uh, you would say, say a third of the Australian population, which, what, what, what would that be? Well, I suppose it'd be 7 million. 7 million. Yeah, but, but you know, I, I just don't, I suppose 7 million is a lot of coin, and I suppose yeah, with margins, I, I suppose it'd be worth their while to probably investigate it, I, I guess. But Yeah, but that's 7 million people. Not, you know, you need to take all the children out of well, that. that's right. That's right. I just don't think we're a big and an market. And old, older people who don't give a rats about any of this stuff. Yeah, and look, that's why software is more expensive and all that. We're not a big market. I don't understand why this happens. I don't understand why people are getting their knickers in a knot about, you know. Well, the thing I think, they're getting their knickers in a knot because... In the in days gone by, when you had to buy software, you had to physically go to a shop and mm. buy the the DVD or the or the or the CD or the floppy, and you know to bring that into the country, you know you had freight, you had then you got storage fees yeah. and uh, store you know like warehouse rent. Then you got to then the guys in the computer shops got to actually physically buy the stock and have it stored. He's got to pay rent and staff on it. So I could understand the high price of Windows. 95 for example for you know what was it 399 bucks or something back then yeah, yeah. under those physical because you had physical you know mm. physical goods but this these days when you could just download it there yeah. is no excuse no that's right yeah because it takes a digital file takes no space mm. but i think what yeah, they're real. saying the adobe and microsoft argument going back onto that track was <laughs> <laughs> was that their argument was, well, okay, but we've got local support. So, therefore, we've got local staff, we've got local rent, we've got local whatever, electricity, we've got local expenses. So, yeah. like, they're saying, well, it's that costs more here, GST, whatever, than what it does in but the US. Do, so, that's do, it. But do they, do, do, they, do they pay their staff here more than they pay in America? There are a lot of Microsoft millionaires in America. Mm. Yeah, well, look, I, don't, I don't know if, if, that, if there's that many of them in Australia. 
No, but I'd say like just the you know the the telephonist or whatever, and the receptionist and the I don't know the packer. Yeah, but all but yeah, but the thing is, all countries have got those. Mm. It's no different. Yeah, but I think like you know, unless I think what kills them here would be the rents. Real estate would be the most expensive here yeah. compared to anywhere else in the world. Yeah, and like the big ones, they have to be in Sydney. So Ooh. look out. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, all right. So uh, let's move on to. Um, something else uh google is now this isn't available in australia uh but it sounds like a good idea so hopefully one day it will be but google is launching a debit card of all things google will offer a prepaid debit card that will allow consumers to purchase goods at stores and to withdraw cash from atm machines uh, the card which is only available in the u.s uh, lets consumers access the funds stored in their google wallet so that's pretty cool that's pretty good. Like, I would like to see even like a PayPal one of those. It'd be good. They've got like an RF, RFID chip on it or something like that. Oh, I'm not sure if it's even actually uh, whatever. I think it's just in a maybe it's just in a concept slash launch concept stage, stage now. Yep. Yep. But obviously launch, so it's going to happen. And uh, I'm not sure. I, I, I quickly look for a picture of it, and that's the best one I could come up with. So I don't think there's too much going on unless that's actually it. <laughs> it's a bit plain. <laughs> But I mean, you know, like how good would it be with the with PayPal? You know, that'd be good. You got your PayPal. No, I just I, I just stick to my Amex, I think, mate. Yeah, yeah. Too many cards in my wallet as it is. Yeah, well, true. Yeah, well, I like that's my... the problem. You get this, and you get that. And you go, oh God, how many? No, why can't we have a universal card? That'd be hey, that's the go. Hey, one card. Hey, that's when you get the chip. That's when you get your chip in your head. So when you're going to buy a pay for petrol, you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> And the, and the attendant's got one, and you got a butt head. You got a head butt each other. That's right. That's Ting. right. So you swipe it again, Ting. mate. It's not working. <laughs> yeah. So that looks like yeah, that'd be good. That'd be all right. I'd, I'd go in for something like that, I suppose. So um. Yeah. yeah, I'd like one card, and then you flash it. and He goes, "What account do you want it to come out of?" And a whole your options come. I'll take it out of that one today. I'll yes. take it off my Visa or my Mastercard or my savings account or my check account or. Or my redraw facility, you know, it comes Whatever. up one card, all the options. Yeah, why can't we invent something like that? Because, because uh, we just did. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. What a what a good idea. I wonder if that would actually work. I suppose mm -hmm. it would. It bloody have to. I suppose and you'd, it you'd, you'd co-brand it. You'd have you could have Visa on it, and Visa accesses everything. Yeah. Or Mastercard or American Express. Mm. So what you have one card, and yeah. when you pay for something, it says, "Well, you want you paying with your Amex or your savings account, mate?" So I'm banging on the Amex today. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Or you could have, uh, yeah, no, no, that didn't, wouldn't work. So okay, so that's a good idea. So Google. like an airline has like code shared. Um, yeah, there you go. Thing is, <laughs> and you swipe, you go, oh yeah, take it out of the wife's account. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best one to take it out of. That's the best one. <laughs> All right, Shane, you got any other little stories there hidden away? Yeah, I do. I might do. I might do two actually because they're both Google little ones. Uh, Chrome finally gets hands-free OK Google search. And there's in the actual story, there's a video that kind of um, shows you how it works. But basically, Google has officially released voice recognition for Chrome browsers in the form of a Chrome extension. After installing the extension, you'll be able to talk to your laptop or desktop or whatever you've got, totally hands-free, like it was an Xbox One. Uh, to activate the feature, simply say OK Google, followed by your search or command. Sweet. Nice. And my next little Google one is Google Street View now shows you uh, the inside of airports. 
Uh, I had pictures for this, but they didn't, for whatever reason, um, paste into the notes. Google Street View now takes you inside 16 international airports and over 50 train stations around the world. Security. Google didn't stop at the... Sorry? Oh, don't worry about security. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> Google, Google didn't stop at uh, airports and train stations, though. The um, latest Street View update also includes 16 museums and points of interest. I'm surprised that that was allowed, to, to, to be honest, uh, with the way things are. Like, why, why, why you just sit at home? Sit in your bunker, and you can you can stake out at the inside of an airport. So, well, yeah, but it's not going to be live. It doesn't matter. You go. Oh, we're going to when we go in, we're going to hide over there. We'll hide behind that thing, or we'll go <laughs> over here. We'll do this over there. We'll plant that up there. You know, uh, I was surprised. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't you can't walk around. Oh, I don't know. Can you walk into an airport and start filming? Probably not. Yeah, you can. Apparently, no, you can. Depends yeah, where. Yeah, right. You can't in banks. You can't film in a bank. So who'd, why, why, why would you want to? How boring. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know why you'd want to. Some people probably would. Well, with um... Yeah, I'm sure they have probably some people probably already got the blueprints, mate. Believe me. <laughs> well, I mean, just on that, I mean, Perth Airport, LAX, all those sorts of places have got maps of their terminals anyway. I mean, yeah, enough that's to right. Yeah. Oh, how'd you yeah. find LAX, mate? Isn't that the dog's breakfast of an airport? Um, It wasn't as, it wasn't like a more oh. like, the Terrible. impression I, that I got. From I thought I'd landed in Bombay. Swear to God. <laughs> no, I mean the part that we went into. I don't know if it was just coincidence or not. I mean, but they had like a full blown shop and they had. Um, oh, they had one shop. And... <laughs> no, no, there's probably others. <laughs> but like, I mean, I don't know if you were on the show or, or not. But I mean, the thing that I couldn't find was anything um, phone card related. Oh, um, well, she mate, you should, what like a, like a for a SIM card? Yeah. Oh, look, I could have I could have helped you there, mate. You should have just. I got mine at um, next. If you're over there again, you go to Walmart. Yeah. And the Walmart I went to in uh, let me let me think. I think it might have been in Anaheim, somewhere close by. Oh, you go right, because I was down Walmart, in Anaheim. Down the bottom near the bar where the barbecues are, they've got a little AT and T store down there. And you just tell them I want a prepaid. And they go, no problem for whatever iPhone you've got or Android or whatever you've got, and they just give you one. And then they say to you, but you can't get data on this, only phone call and SMS. So what you do before you leave, there's this little program you can install that changes the settings on your phone to allow you to get data. Oh, okay. I had no problem at all. 25 bucks lasted me the whole month. Yeah, that's all, all right. right. Yeah, well, that's good. I'll remember that when I go over. I'll get in touch with yeah. Eric. And now, get now just going back to because oil. it's Kennedy Assassination Week. Mm. Um, here's a little uh, little uh, tidbit which I've just discovered. Now, I don't know if any of you watched the movie JFK. No. Made in uh, 1991 with uh, Kevin Cost Costner. Costner. Anyone? Yeah, no, I've heard of it. No. You do. You're, you're, anyway, he played a, a gentleman called Jim Garrison who investigated the assassination of JFK. Mm. Right In the movie, it was portrayed by Kevin Costner. And in the movie... It wasn't a fiction. This guy, Jim Garrison, actually did investigate the assassination because there was a cut. He was suspected cover-ups and all this sort of stuff. Anyway, he died in 1992, right. and he was succeeded by he was the district attorney of New Orleans. He was succeeded by a gentleman by the name of Harry Connick Senior, the father of Harry Connick Junior. Yeah, right. Isn't yeah. that interesting? Always wondered mm -hmm. what where the senior was. 
in that little relationship. Yeah. So there he, he was. was uh, he was the he he was he was born in nineteen twenty six, mm. and I think he's still kicking around. Mm. So he's not, I don't think he's I don't think he's a district attorney anymore. Uh, from two thousand and three, he finished in two thousand and three. So he's there for quite a while. Yeah, he's pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> so the well, other thing, um, just on the JFK thing, is that Australian. Apparently, there was some Clinton. Um, Pass some sort of law when he was president about releasing the more stuff around just those sorts of cases in general, but included the JFK one. And my money's on what the Australian investigator kind of found out, where he reckons it was the um, secret agent in the in the car behind him. He sort of, you know, as he was trying to react to what was going on, he accidentally, you know, shot the gun and and killed. No, the he, she didn't actually shoot. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I know off air. I won't. I won't speculate okay. here. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. <laughs> okay. Now, have you listened to the uh, the uh, Shoutcast Radio, AussieTechRadio.com? Go over there, and you'll find great shows such as this one. You other great shows such as Aussie Max Zone. Oh, there's plenty of others. Yeah, I know we won't talk about them now. Yes, we will. There's the uh, techwebcast.info. There's geeksfear.tv. They're all there. They're all there. There's a gaming one, Dusty Joystick or something. I forget the name of it. But anyway, good on you boys. There, uh, there's a few there. When Mark puts out a den, that goes into the mix as well. So that just uh, probably brings everyone back to, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, an interesting show. Yeah, have you listened to it? Couple of them, yeah. We were talking about poltergeist one week, and last week I think he was talking about um, the legalities of uh, authorities and you know, whether they actually have got the legal right to get you to do certain stuff. And yeah, okay. very philosophical. Well, well, no, no one's really challenging it too much, are they? They were all still getting put in jail if we do the wrong thing. Because one of the, one of the <laughs> things they reckon is council has got no uh, jurisdiction. That's not in. They're not in constitutionally a, a, a constitutional body or something, but. You know, and they got no constant, no, no right to charge us rates. But I mean, we got to pay rates. Doesn't matter who it's to. Otherwise, we don't get the roads. We don't get this. We don't get that. We don't get money. That's right. Whatever. You see, I don't know who's 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 challenging rates. What do they want to just have live in live in squalor on a dirt road? Do they? <laughs> it's just squalor. They just want to just sit and and. Was well, it? Oh, it must be the people from Houseos. <laughs> Houseos. Did you see? Uh, uh, Justin Bieber is in trouble when he was on the Gold Coast. Yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah, he was. He he did some graffiti on the outside wall of the hotel or something, but uh, and then uh, Tom Tate sent him a sent sent him a uh, anti graffiti kit and told him to clean it off. <laughs> but then the other side of that story is the hotel reckons is great. He should have been, should been fined like everybody else. If you went up there and did that, uh, Glenn or Shane, you'd be you'd be arrested. But what I, when I read the story, like I've only read the you know what the the, the bits and pieces that the the crappy newspaper gives you so this is not the full story but if he's done it on a private uh fence well what's the problem the hotel said that he could do whatever he wanted to i i'm not sure where the problem lies like just because it, it is graffiti painted on a, a fence that maybe faces uh the road but it's it's not a, if it's not council property he should be right to do whatever shouldn't he but is it graffiti if it if he if you're doing it lawfully or doing it consented? There's no such thing as lawful graffiti. No, but well, consented by the owner of that particular <laughs> fence or wall. That's fine, isn't it? You can go and paint whatever yeah. you want on your wall. No, any wall is look. Any wall you you write on is owned by somebody. That's right. So if he so if the hotel owns it and they say that's okay, that's okay. 
Well, that's all right. If the wall, if the hotel says that's our wall, and if we not going to press charges, well, then so be it. That's right. Yeah, that's that's what might was... look might look but ugly. But yeah, or... they reckon Justin Justin Buffett did it. So <laughs> whatever. Yeah, either that or or they they pay to have it removed if they don't want it. Like the 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 the, the taxpayer shouldn't have paid it removed. But anyway, look, that was just a side little thing that was interesting. Um, yeah, it was just I don't understand whose wall is it. <laughs> I'll find out. I've got to get to the bottom of this. I've got to find out whose wall it was. But uh, you know. <laughs> Whose wall is it? A new show by Channel 9. <laughs> whose wall is it? Uh, yeah, so the Aussie Tech Radio. Go and check that one out. It's uh, shoutcast straight to your uh, phone or your, or to the desktop. The instructions on the website there. And also, don't forget the Aussie Tech Heads hosting. If you've got uh, web pages you want to host, you can put anything up there. Put an online shop up there. Put a blog up there. Put your business doodads up there whatever you want to do you can put pictures of yourself up there whatever and do it cheaply and professionally and speedily at athwebhosting.com.au so uh, go and get yourself some of that goodness eh? and what else have I got to mention is that about it I think that's about it yeah you've done the paper oh yeah with that paper yeah we haven't done the paper for a while have we aussietechheads.com.au forward slash paper uh, paper twice daily comes out with all Goods, lots of lots of goodies, lots of goodies in there. Not just tech news, but everything fits nicely on your tablet. So check that out. Don't forget Facebooks, uh, facebook.com forward slash Aussie TechEds, youtube.com forward slash Aussie TechEds, and yeah, that about that's it. That's about enough. All right. Uh, what else we got? We got any more? We got an Xbox One story. Yes, we do. That would be me that you're talking to. I'm guessing. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Xbox One is having. Uh, disk drive issues as well the, in the actual story there's an embedded uh, video showing people who's got the issues but basically they put the game in and straight away the the hard drive thingy just makes a racket so just like the playstation before before it the xbox one is now having day one launch issues this time there's the disk drive these issues aren't uh, going away either microsoft is offering very little in the way of an explanation for the issue that has been dubbed the disk drive of doom because uh, all the because alliteration rules, um, it reportedly only affects a small number of consumers, but you'd be pretty peeved if you're one of them. So yeah, like I said, basically you the people are putting in their in their discs, and straight away this thing's making a racket. Um, it's like it's it's like a grinding sound on the actual disc. It doesn't matter whether the Xbox is um, on its side, it's flat. Um, yeah, it's just doing the same thing. Did you say Ill- alliteration rules? What was that? That's what it says in there. Because of because alliteration rules. Yeah, oh, that's that why is. I kind of stumbled over it. Yeah, well, <laughs> alliteration. Maybe uh, that's what. Wait, who, who tests these things? Like launch day, they make such a big deal about it all. Launch day comes, and the thing makes a, a noise as if the disc is getting chewed up, getting ready to be spat out. That's crazy. That's crazy. Do they? Do they care? Do they care? Well, it's only affecting a small number or so. I mean, you, know, you, can, you can't test everyone. No, but why is it happening? Like, why? Is it... So what about... No. I, <laughs> I suppose if we knew that, there wouldn't be a problem, would there? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So, well, anyway, as long as it's something... As long as the problems stay there, they don't, no problems come here. I'm, I'm happy with that. All right, that's good. All right, good stuff. Um, how's the lounge going? Do you how, mean, how are you guys going, lounge? You going all right? You can join us too live in the lounge if you want Thursday nights for the recording from seven thirty, and the show starts anywhere between seven thirty and eight. 
but come on in, aussietechhouse.com.au forward slash live. Uh, yeah, Shane, what was what were you about to say? I was just going to say, I've got another gaming console related story. Okay, yes. Um, if you want me to follow on. Yes, please. Uh, PlayStation 4 comes with Sony's own music, and this is about um, the media that comes with the PlayStation, or, or that doesn't in this case. The PlayStation 4 comes with Sony's own music and video services back, uh, baked in. Those, um, and this is all about basically what we're getting versus what America getting. Similar to the story that I ran with a couple of weeks ago with the um, Xbox launch. But anyway, I will move on. Those come in from uh, the Music Unlimited and Video Unlimited. Other media apps for Australia include the official IGN app and VidZone app, whatever they are. Uh, Quick Flicks uh, will also come to the PS4 on 4th of December. Why that's delayed, I don't know. US users will have access to the uh, goods on the PS4 when it comes to using it as a media center. They'll get Amazon Instant Video, Crackle, Crunchyroll, Epics, Hulu Plus, NBA Game Time, Netflix, NHL Game Center Live, Redbox Instant, Voodoo, Yup TV, as well as the yep. Music Unlimited and Video Unlimited offerings that we're getting. Um, but credit where credit's due, the Xbox One was given a serve when that came out, but as it turns out, um, they're actually offering Australians more of a selection than what Sony are with their PlayStation. Yeah, nice. Uh, well, look, I, I've got a tip for this week. I've just, I've just, I've just worked something out. I'll, I'll, it'll be my tip of the week. You know, I'm in the Google Docs. And, you know, when you've got people that share with you, they come up as little icons along the top who's in the, in the dock with you. You know, if you click on their icon, and they're like that, obviously they're online sharing the document, that the document scrolls to where they are in the document, that's pretty cool, isn't it? So I want to see, we're in the show notes, so I want to see where Shane is. I click on Shane and I go straight to his cursor. I click on Eric. Yes. Go straight good. to his cursor. It's my tip of the week. <laughs> straight. Tip of the week. Ah, oh, tip of the week. T O W. That's my toe. That's <laughs> <laughs> the big toe of the week. <laughs> well, that doesn't make sense. All right. Oh, that's about all we've got for you this week. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, cool. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks, Eric. No worries, mate. Yeah. Yes. Um, Thank you. You got a busy week coming up. Uh, yeah, not too bad though. You get busy towards Christmas, or this is a bit of a, a slow time. Depends. It's up to me. Don't yeah. Get off my ass or not? <laughs> yeah, right. What, what do you do? What do you got to go chase work? You chase work, or just sit back no, and just they, comes they come in? in? But do I sit on it, or do I not yeah, sit right. on it? Oh, okay, right, right. Okay, good stuff. And thanks, Shane. Thanks for coming in. No problem. And uh, Will, sorry. Said the bills in the mail. No worries. And a big, <laughs> big RTS stamp on that one. And, and Will is not here again this week. He's still got internet issues, so I don't know what he's doing. He reckons he's got two internet things now. He's got 80 cell and cable. And between them... What? <laughs> he's got two. He's got nothing. And he's got know, nothing, in other words. Each is, one's cancelling out the other. <laughs> what is the point? Well, he signed up, I think, with ADSL 2 but he wasn't going to get rid of the cable until the ADSL started working. But I don't think any. Well, that means one of them's got to be working. I don't think any of it's working. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't think it's the internet somehow. I don't know. I just don't think it's the internet. I don't know. He said it was intermittent. It was intermittent. So anyway, hopefully he'll sort it out by next week. And uh, Jace, uh, yeah, he, he was he's a couple of weeks off. He's uh, recuperating. <laughs> 
I don't know what he's doing. It's just a couple of weeks off. All right, so that's that. Uh, that is it. So you can catch us uh, webpage jossytechheads.com.au forward slash podcast, and you can find the uh, the video of the show there or on the YouTube as the address I mentioned earlier. And uh, the audio is as always on iTunes. So just on iTunes, search Aussie Tech Heads, and you'll find us. Good stuff. Don't forget Aussie Max Zone live Tuesday nights uh, at uh, same place, aussietechheads.com.au forward slash live, or on iTunes as well. There's a video with that as well. Oh, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Good stuff. Has Michael got his phone yet? He has. Michael has got his oh, phone. Geez. Not just one, but, but two. He and, got. <laughs> so in the end, they delivered two. He got two. That's right. So he's just waiting, oh, waiting dear. for the phone call. He got his MBN, and he's getting. Oh, he did. Yep, it's uh, fifty down, twenty up. So that's all right. Very good. That's Very all good. Right. So that's good. And yeah, so thanks everyone in the lounge. So that's that's it. Until next week, it's uh, another show done and dusted. We'll see you again. See you later. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Very, very good. All right, lounge. Good stuff. Thanks, PA, Milo. Looks like you're the only dudes there tonight. So good stuff. How's the live stream? Don't bother answering. I think there's a big lag. But at least it, I think at least it's uh, smooth for it's you. a massive lag. Yeah, but I think it's smooth. So, look, I'll probably cut you off. But, um, yeah, that's the breaks. So, okay. So, thanks for coming in. And we'll see you guys the lounge next week as well. Bye-bye. <laughs>